0: Hey. What's, up? hey, what's going on, Who's man? I, on? I know it's been a week. <laughs> we took last week off uh, a little oh, no, holiday hiatus and we're already oh, no, out we're of doing. sync. Dang it. Well, we're so, on Skype, too. Skype lets a to, great, uh be a little steppiani. Great way to start 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leave it in. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no big deal. Happy so, New Year, buddy. Happy New Year to you, too. So today on the show, uh, we have a special guest back for his third, fourth, fifth time, maybe uh mr 36. greg and me what's going on greg
1: hello gentlemen it's good to hear from you again
0: it's been too long it has yeah, it's been, a little while. It's been a little while yeah, yeah. we were, uh, a little we were trying to we were trying to figure right. out before uh, we started recording just when the last time you were actually a guest on the show as opposed to being uh a driver on the radio like you were at Runoffs mm-hmm. this year yeah, yeah i
2: think it was uh it was runoffs last year pretty much was it I can't think. Has, it,
1: has it been that long
2: I don't I think he's been on since then, but we we did do one where we talked about 914s for a little while. I forget when that was. Yeah,
1: but... no, it could be. Whatever, yeah. I've missed you guys, so here oh, we go. And
2: now now you've got more 914s than you have Hondas, too, huh?
1: I do. Yeah, one of them's gone. The, yeah, uh, the so the uh,
2: Integra. Yeah, the Integra,
1: no Integra went.
2: STL car, huh?
1: That's too bad. I missed. That's going to be a great little car. I'm going to miss that thing. Um, but, you know, hey. You know, you move on. We kept the Civic. Uh, Ed and I kept the Civic, the 08 Civic, and we'll run that in uh, Super Touring this year. Do you know which Super Touring? Uh, what are you implying?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the runoffs last year, uh, you had uh, a good time at Daytona. What uh, what did you
1: think of, uh, of Mid-Ohio this year? Mid-Ohio. Well, uh, that track and I don't get along very well. I did that track the first time back in 92 with the Nissan and Stock B and I did well. I won the first time there, won the national and I set a new track record, but I don't know. We did it twice this year. It's just something about it that I guess doesn't fit my style. I'm a, I'm a Watkins Glen Mossport, you know, Nürburgring, fast flowing track kind of guy And mid Ohio requires a different technique and uh, it's good. It's fun. I got better. I didn't get, I didn't get Joe Moser better, but uh, it came around, but you know, the the runoffs was a difficult week. We had some uh, neighbor problems, which I don't think we talked about. Um, the cars were okay. Uh, Kirk didn't have a good time, which really was kind of bummer for all of us. He had a lot of distractions with business. And, uh, you know, so it was a tough week, um,
0: but we're through it. And we're going to move on. Neighbor problems? Uh, yeah. What were your neighbor problems? You don't have to mention names. Okay.
1: Well we had at Mid Ohio been the best paddock spot. You did.
0: It was fifty a good one.
1: miles around. There was just no better spot there. We were we were in the grass, but we weren't in the upper grass. We were in the uh grass down where the pavement was and we had trees and we had power and uh we had people walking by all the time saying hello, it was great.
2: Yeah, Austin, you know uh uh the the main paddock area there by the garages there's that little like shop there that like sells stuff yeah they were in like the 30 fu- 30 foot wide strip of grass like right behind that uh and there's trees right there like in between the two paddocks there in that little strip of grass right along the main road it was a good spot so. yeah, it, yeah was, it, it was a like beautiful
1: it. spot in yeah. fact i wouldn't have traded it for a garage it just it couldn't have gotten better we loved it we had our trailers there we had our friends there um but it was a it was a long strip of grass And it was split in two, was shared between us and another team. And apparently that team disagreed with the split and felt that they should be able to drive through our paddock spot to get to theirs. They didn't have to, they had their own entrance on the far end and we had our entrance on this end. And unfortunately, um, the, uh, Saturday of our race, um, one of the participants and his father basically got in our face. And threatened to park there and lock the car and block us in. and it it didn't turn out well. so it, it put a real put a real shadow over our race that day and uh, kind of bummed us out and it really kind of set the tone for the race and you know, and then I didn't have a good race. I had a fun race. you know, I enjoyed uh, you know racing with my buddy Mike. Yeah, we, we talked had about some, you a lot on the show. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fun <laughs> to watch. Had some, we had some friendly disagreements on where the pavement was located a couple of times. And um and coupled with Kirk not having a good time, uh, we you know, I enjoyed the company. I enjoyed the people, I enjoyed being there, I enjoyed hanging out. I think it would have been more fun if we didn't race. That's just kind (laughs) of—it's just kind of the week it was.
2: We we had a good time watching. It was uh, good. Giles and and Bowie and I. you guys, all, are, you guys
1: are pure entertainment
2: they brought beers and we were standing over by uh by madness and uh china beach just watching it. it was a good time so
1: i think it would have been fun sitting there with beer with you watching it because yeah a- it was it was a good one to watch i was i was bummed driving to the
2: event i was bummed that i wasn't racing because you know crashed my car got busy with life and family and grid life and everything and only ran one majors uh event but uh and not
1: that's a f- tough, tough beginning not- of the too.
2: Yeah, it was in March when I run, I got wrecked. But uh, once I started watching, it was a good time. <laughs> it was really yeah. fun to watch. Yeah.
1: I yeah. and and of course, as you guys know, I took your podcast, your slip ankle podcast, and I melded it with my in-car video, and uh, it made my video. I mean, I, it's the best video I made all year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I have it, you guys in the background talking about this. Yeah, stuff. I'm gonna I'm uh, gonna
0: have to share that with the show when it uh, when we put it up. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it, he yeah, it it did was. a good job with it. It. Uh, oh, I didn't I, I, do the I mean, work.
1: I I just put it together. So you guys you did, did the work.
2: Cool. You did the work steering and yeah. with the most miraculous
1: save going up the front straight or the big straight that I, <laughs>
2: you got so close to the wall.
1: You know it. Uh, I I I almost hurt myself patting myself on the back strapped in the car. I would pulling, I would believe that, that
2: man. I don't know how you didn't hit anything. It was like a perfect three sixty
1: pirouette. And well and, I. If you listen really close, you probably can't hear it with the, with the combination video, but you, you go my raw video and you turn the volume way up. And as that spin starts, you'll hear me scream, I am not going to hit that wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Now, and that's- I saw it coming and I, 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 you know, I did the two feet in. I locked it all up because I was going the right direction. I was going away from the wall. I was diverging from it slightly. Yeah. So I didn't want the, I didn't want to act, hook into the wall. So I locked it all up, looked over my right shoulder because the car was spinning to the right, looked over my right shoulder, saw China Bitch and said, hey, I know where this is. Let go of the brakes, straighten the steering wheel, and I dropped into the third and kept on going. It was great. Yeah, you only lost one spot, I think. Uh, yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> um, yeah, not- a couple of that caught me and it made well, for when, the rest uh, of the year.
2: When you went into the grass a little bit, did that kind of, is that what sucked the car sideways? The grass pretty long there? Or?
1: I've looked at video a couple of times, and I've looked at the uh, wheel speeds. And I think what happened is that, you know, at the beginning of the week when we got to our paddock spot, we brought a lawnmower. We had to cut the grass twice. Really? (laughs) I don't don't think, yeah, it was funny. Uh, Ed had uh, carved the logo of his brother's winery in the grass, so it was there all week. It was pretty funny. (laughs) And uh, So I don't think the grass was cut on the side of the track. And what happened is that, I think happened, is that once I got off, that grass actually grabbed the front splitter and rotated the nose to the right and yawed the car around because I didn't okay. see any massive wheel speeds differences. And if you you guys were there, you probably saw that I cut that grass pretty good. And I mean, it looks like I'd run a, a tractor through that thing and sprayed it all over the road. Yeah, and that's what bent. Yeah, that's what bent the splitter down.
2: Okay, that's what actually pulled it down because it was dragging um, after that. So
1: there are there were two. One inch squared tubes that 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 thing slid onto, and uh, it had actually bent those two tubes that were welded to the car down to where the car with the the front of the splitters that's how much force was vertically on that thing. I'm uh,
2: surprised, uh, I'm surprised you didn't fill the
1: grill with grass if that was the case. That's nuts. I don't know. But I remember when I came around the next lap, I said, "Oh, somebody went off track." Oh, that was me. That was me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Austin, Austin likes Mid Ohio. I like Mid Ohio. I'm sad that you don't like Mid Ohio.
1: But oh, it's it's yeah. just a, it's a style thing. I I, yeah. I much prefer the flowing tracks. Yeah, I, my, fa- I my favorite tracks in the country are Road America, V A R, um, Watkins Glen. You know, tracks like that. I even enjoyed Sebring to a certain extent, um, even though it pretty much loosened up every possible fastener in my car yeah i believe i I, I, I found pieces of uh i found nuts and bolts that i lost two years ago in that car
2: (laughs) found the previous owner's uh uh weed stash uh, from the (laughs) falling out of the dash you
1: know we kind of laugh in airplanes is that the way we clean our airplanes out is slide the canopy back and you know do do a slow roll and that's pretty much what i felt like after sebring is i found everything after doing my slow rolls at sebring and the integra
2: is sebring really that bumpy
1: it's pretty. It's pretty brutal, especially that last uh, last corner coming out of the front straight. That one we looks do the one bad. eight. Yeah, it looks rough. But my mm-hmm. car was. You know, this was a for me when I did it, which was two, maybe three, it's been three January, two Januarys ago, three Januarys now.
0: Yeah, it was uh, a year before it last.
1: Day. Yeah, was a year before last. It was a last minute deal, so there was no setup. It was you know throw the car in the guy's trailer, yeah, because he happens to go down there with a hole, and and I went down there and that car was not set up correctly. So I would definitely have set the car up completely differently, but hey, first time, first and only time I've run Sebring, and uh, you know I just love that.
2: Yeah, it' a uh, lot, lot of history there.
0: Austin, you've never ran there, have you? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, I, have, have I have, time, but...
2: I have on Forza. I have on Forza, but <laughs> my my favorite video there is. Uh the Trans Am Camaro, I forget who's driving it, um, where he, he loses brakes and he ends up driving in through the hotel oh, yeah. park. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly.
1: Tristan? That
2: Tristan's a, yeah, Tristan. Yeah. Tristan that, Tristan
1: car. I think that was great. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just a lucky spot to have that happen.
1: Yep. yep. And a lucky well, uh, guy who was running uh, a lucky we, video.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful video. I got shared all over the place. Um, what, uh, what, what's the last year looked like for you, Greg, you've been, uh, looking for a job, playing with cars,
1: uh, uh like- yeah, that was another thing that kind of made the year tough is I've been out of work since, uh, January. I got laid off in January and, uh, doing a combination of, you know, looking for work. I'm in, I'm in the IT biz doing project management and infrastructure and managing things like that. It's tough up here in Connecticut. Um, they talk about the low unemployment rate, but there's a lot of people looking for work. So I spent the summer kind of just basically doing Track Night in America events up here in the Northeast. I uh, I hooked up with that team. Yeah, yeah. I fully expecting to get full-time work, and it just didn't happen. So I kept going and going and going, and I met some great people, and I think it's a fantastic program. Um, I may actually, even if I don't actually manage the events this year, I may run some because it's a wonderful program. I was, I was really smitten by it. You know, John Krolowitz and, and team really doing yeah. a good job. That's cool. So I became a fan of that and we got in our, our minimum races. We needed to qualify for the runoffs. We did, uh, we did, like, we did VIR. We did mid Ohio and New Jersey. And then I got a couple of races in, in the nine fourteen.
2: And yeah. How's that been? I haven't even talked uh, to you about that car.
1: No, we haven't talked about it at all. Uh, it's a great, it's a fun little car. It's, you know, it's not a, it's not a power monster and it's not a tire monster and it's not a brake monster, but man, it's kind of fun to throw around. It's a, it's a throwback. It's, it's what have, what, uh, what have you ran it in? What, uh, with SVRA or? There's a group up here in the Northeast called HRG, Historic Racing Group. Okay. And they, every once in a while, they will get events as their own group within SCCA regionals. So I ran with HRG inside SCCA at Palmer and Thompson this year. Oh, cool. Cool. Or actually, I'll take that back. The Palmer event was a CRE, Competition Racing Experience. You guys know what those are? No. CRE is an event where somebody can come out in a uh, race prep car, but you don't have to have a license. And you can go out there and you basically get your own session. And you go out there and you drive around. So it's a way for people to check out competition racing. Without the pressure and without the license, and you show up and you drive. So it's a, so if you want to try it out, just find yourself a nice, and it's just got to be IT safety legal. In fact, okay. they, there's no head and neck restraint required, and you can even have outdated belts as long as you're safe. So just go out there and drive. So wow. I did one of those in the 914, and then I did an HRG uh, with okay. the 914. What uh, what's the details on the
2: nine fourteen for people who hit, who don't remember that last show? It's a uh, it's an old it race car.
1: Started out as an ITA prepped car, uh, which would now be ITB. But I've carbureted it and engine overhaul a little bit, a little bit more work on the engine. But I think all we did was just put a the stock fuel injection cams don't work very well, so we put a reasonable cam in it, and otherwise. It's pretty much a pretty much an IT spec 914 and I run SM7 takeoffs on it. I go and I buy some Paps blue ribbon for my tire guy and he's puts aside some <laughs> used the PSM7s and uh just go out there and just have a good time. Yeah, it's uh, it's really what it is. Uh you convert it to carb uh, instead of fuel
2: injection though, correct?
1: Right. I took the I took it's a 2 liter. I took the the uh I think it's d jet or L jet fuel injection. I took that off and put a pair of uh or the lordo downdrafts on it interesting just because the fuel injection systems it's okay but you know it's blake meredith tried to build one of those for itb and uh they tend to overheat i think it overheats the exhaust valve just the combination of the fuel injection and the on and the, and the uh, cams so i just got rid of that just to get around that yeah
2: cool Hey, Austin, is your Z that you and your dad restored is that carb or fuel injected? It's carbureted.
0: But I did yeah. I we bought a parts car that was a a 280 uh like okay. a 78 280 uh that was fuel injected. It had this crappy Bosch fuel injection system on it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they uh Kyle, I told Kyle I had one of those floating around for a while that he was going to do, you know, a full build on. It's still around somewhere. I don't know where he brought it, but uh fuel injected and that it, that was uh, it seemed it seemed clunky, but that was not a beautiful era
1: for fuel injection. The, the I guess 70s. the fuel injection in the 914 is not so bad. They're electronic solenoid fuel injectors. Just, you know, same general idea as what we have in the, on the Hondas these days. Mm-hmm. But it's just a combination. I mean, the, the throttle body and the thing, if you take your thumb and forefinger and, and make a circle like an OK, that's mm-hmm. as big as the intake is in the whole thing, and that's for all four cylinders. And that's It's like identical. as big as a D-Series. I don't complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe you and I have different uh, standards yeah. and sizes that we work on. Hey,
2: of hey, let's not talk about. Let's not get into measurements here. <laughs>
1: no. So, the, yeah, you got the nine fourteen. I'll play around with that this year. Looking for work, I'm thinking about trying a different uh, industry. I'm actually, I may take uh, Austin's uh, direction and start heading for the back to the uh, automotive industry. I've got a local friend who happens to be a dealer for various makes. So maybe it's time for a career change. We'll see. Hmm.
0: Well, good luck, man. That's yeah. uh, there's no. a there's a lot to be said for uh, for waking up and doing what you love. Well, I, I don't know what I don't someday. know what may happen, but uh, <laughs> you know maybe I'll
1: be a parts manager again. I was a parts manager for a Ford Lincoln or Lincoln Mercury when I was in going to school, and I did parts Volkswagen, Porsche, Audi, Mazda, Dodge, Chrysler, Plymouth, all that. So I definitely have some background in it with an engineering background. and <laughs> And an MBA on top of that, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think you might be overqualified. Well, that may be my problem is I send resumes yeah. to these folks and they go, Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, you got too many degrees. You
2: gotta start pulling degrees off the resume. <sighs> yep. <laughs> That's yeah, I guess so. Um what uh, uh what 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 streetcar are you driving? Are you still get your streetcar nine fourteen and you've got uh your TDI and you've got an excursion, you got a lot of cars floating around.
1: And a GTI. Oh, yeah, you got a TTI, 2011 GTI. Yeah. yeah, the 914s are pickled right now. Welcome to Connecticut. Um, mm-hmm. Batteries are in their garage on the battery tender. The, uh, the I bring the excursion out every once in a while. I like to keep that guy running, make sure he's mm-hmm. up to deal. Wife is driving the 2011 uh, TDI g- wagon, just like Austin's car. Not as nice as Austin's car. <sighs> I'll sell you a bunch and of them- parts. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> hey, if you were anywhere close, but we would be swapping parts because we had a little incident with a sign pole. We Ooh. had a little incident with a sign pole, and uh, we need some front end parts. I, if you were going to turn yours in, I, I'd, uh, I'd flip some parts. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> take it in broken. huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, they'll take it. They actually say on their website, if your car is totaled, as long as you can drive it in, they'll take it. That's crazy. So if anybody in Connecticut has a white 2011. Uh, jet a sport wagon or regular golf all uh make it worth your while you're planning on keeping that
2: until 2018 and whenever
1: you're allowed to we are yeah. i mean there's no reason to get rid of it We're, we don't wanna, yeah. we don't have to buy a new car
0: but yeah and uh, they give you they, give you they give you 12,000 miles program, a year
1: yeah yeah it goes till you have until september 1st 2018 i think yep and uh the neat part is that uh your buyback stays the same yeah. If I wait until that summer of twenty eighteen, as long as I don't drive over what is it, Austin? One thousand forty two miles It's a like one
0: thousand sixty two. It's whatever twelve thousand or ten thousand divided by wait, twelve thousand divided by I don't even remember.
1: <laughs> it's it's one thousand and change. Yeah. If you if so you keep it within 000. about one thousand a month average, uh mm-hmm. your buyback value does not go down. So, so here's
0: here's my biggest problem with that, right? Most of the people that I know that have TDIs don't drive and didn't intend to buy a TDI to drive that few of miles all the time. Yeah,
1: that could be, sure. And what
0: they're, what they're doing is they're trying to do it, you know, they try and do it to give an accurate representation of the mileage when the buyback scandal broke. Right. Um, but for plus me... A,
1: plus a $5,100 Ressort yeah. check.
0: But for me, I got screwed because it broke, you know, well, not the car, but the scandal broke and my car was at like 66,000 miles. And in the past year, I was only supposed to drive 12,000, apparently, Uh, because when you buy a TDI, that's what you do. Right. So (laughs) I wish... Well, the nice
1: part is, at our mileage, we're around 85,000, I think. Okay. It's only about $350 per 5,000 miles. No, it's not bad. That's pretty cheap, actually. Yes. If you're looking at depreciation per mile, yeah. Yeah, right. So I I don't remember. I think it was, what did it come to? About 0.7 cents per mile. I took it to Louisiana last month. Okay. Mm-hmm. I grabbed one I grabbed one of the one of the dogs and said we're going to visit mom in Louisiana. And I there's no way I could have done it cheaper. It was point seven cents per mile depreciation. It was I think fuel's gotta be what, ten cents a mile or something like that. I just Yeah, it's pretty and then it, yeah. And then I still needed to have transportation down there. So other than the two days I spent each way in the hotel, it was it was a great little trip. Plus it was nice. I mean, it was nice time for a road trip, cleanse the brain. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the, the TDI to me is the ultimate road trip car. It really is. So. I was so impressed. I've driven that car, but we've
1: taken that to Louisiana a couple of times. But it's it's quiet. I put it at about 2,000 RPM. It's a nice ride. Seats are okay. I prefer my GTI seats, but the seats were good. And you put the cruise control on and you just go. Yep. And the dog fell asleep in
0: the back, and I
1: turned on the tunes, and off we go.
0: Now, do you guys have the DSG, or do you have the manual for the wagon?
1: No, she she insisted on a six speed. So okay, we've got the awesome.
0: Six speed. Awesome.
2: I do like the DSG though. My dad's got that Passat TDI with the DSG, and it's an awesome trans,
1: man. I would love to build I, a race I, car with one of those. My GTI. Yeah, I put I I ordered the GTI. I got it with the DSG because uh, I I heard good things about it. So I leased it to see if I'd like it, and I bought the car off lease. Really? Well, surprised the surprised my wife more than anybody else. She <laughs> says, "You crazy?" I said, "No, you got to drive this." Thing. <laughs>
0: They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty reliable too. I mean, a lot of my friends have them and haven't had any issues out of them. Mm-hmm. So I've, yeah. I've thought about getting a GTI next after I turn the wagon back in just cause I can move all my suspension over.
1: Yeah. I've been happy with this car. It's a 2011 and, mm-hmm. uh, I I've been very happy with this car. It's been very nice to me and it's a fun little car and I haven't chipped it or done a suspension or anything and just drive it.
0: I have noticed now, after owning a Volkswagen, getting in anything else uh, that isn't as nice, I feel kind of like an elitist. You know, like if all all the window switches don't light up at night or, like, you know, the roll down the window doesn't light up or the mirrors don't, like, light up, uh, that's the thing. Like, in in Volkswagens, everything lights up. And I guess most European cars, that's the way it is. Yeah, you're going to hate an old Honda if you buy one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So slip angle podcast
1: brought to you by Booksway.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little love fest over here. Jeez. Uh, I, I, I love driving my dad's man. That thing is, it's a great road trip car. And then the Passat is huge. Like a big, you know, he's a big six foot four, six foot three tall
1: guy. And he fits in it. Great. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like the size of the old Audi a eight. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're yeah, pretty massive. Yeah.
1: And I actually came from an Audi. My prior Audi was the, the 2000 S4, the B5 S4. Oh, I forgot you had one of those. You had yeah. a blue one, right? Yeah, a blue one. Yeah, it popped up uh, for I sale like
0: again last year, didn't it? Did uh, you originally own one that now. popped up for sale? It, again did. it popped on... up again
1: for sale uh, early last year, I think. Yeah. He, the guy called me and offered to me, and I went,
0: no, I can't. <laughs>
1: it's a great... That <laughs> I, I was a great car. I, I enjoyed the heck of that thing. I had an APR chip in it. I put some uh, shocks in it. Um. It, it was it was a rare bird in that, you know, they had a reputation of popping turbos. And um, that was one of those cars where you, you get on the lift and you get a flashlight out and you you just can't see the turbos. Yeah. You just you go up and down and around and they're so buried in there. I just didn't want that sort of Damocles hanging over my head. I had 100,000 miles in the car. I'd had 10 years of good service with it. And I said, I need to cut my losses. Damn thing's gone another 100,000 miles. Still no so, turbos still no turbos
2: <laughs> how fast are those things i've never been in one of they're those they're pretty before. quick well, stock when they're
1: tuned it was uh stock it was 250 horsepower 250 yeah. torque that apr chip woke that thing up to something like 325 325 hmm. and with all-wheel that's...
0: drive it's scoots yeah i always is wanted the... a wagon version the avant oh yeah man V oh it'd be great that's what i should have bought
2: is is that the v6 with the craziest looking timing chain ever
1: that's
0: the V eight that's got the crazy. Yeah, the, the 4.2 oh, has the timing. And yeah. it's on the back side of the motor too, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, the V six oh, yeah. I
1: actually did my own timing uh, belt on that when it came around. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, it's it's work. It's work to get into it, but it's not hateful work. It's just a lot of work.
0: So I yeah. have the whole
1: front of the car's the front of the car has got to come off.
0: I have been looking at another German turbo car. Which I think we hmm, talked about set. before. Uh, Focus RS. It's built in Germany. Oh, yeah. It's a German car. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So Austin,
1: Austin will never ever make no, up his mind. talking
0: to Matt Farah too <laughs> made it even worse because he loves yeah. his. So well,
1: yeah. I, I I did enjoy your Facebook post asking what should I buy. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a it was an interesting combination of keep what you got, um, buy this, buy that. Okay, nope, I'll buy this. Nope, something else. Nope. And then the new wife comes on and goes, "Just make a decision." <laughs> yeah, she doesn't care at this point. <laughs> she, like, she I offered,
2: can, she offered a bounty. To, yeah, five hundred bucks to shut me get up.
1: You to make a decision and stop <laughs> bothering yeah. her. Yeah,
2: so it, gotta love her. It might, it might be a long couple of years for, uh, for poor Jessica. <laughs> yeah. well,
0: that's the thing. Like it used to be, like, "No, nah, you don't need that," and now she's just like, "You know what? Just buy whatever you want. Just stop talking about it." Right. That's a good place to be, man. I. So, that's a. It's hard to get to that, that place for some. New new nine eleven. Mean, it is. I can't I mean, afford. I can't like, afford rent. I can't afford groceries. But I got my nine eleven, and I don't talk a, about cars at, anymore. At a, I think we
1: have found the new technique. Just What's bother up until they say get whatever you want. Why do you think I got an RV, man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Been talking about that thing for two years. <laughs> oh, you um, guys. uh, uh one one question I just thought of uh that uh, that DSG box Austin how is that compared to the PDK Porsche box how does that feel are they pretty similar
0: They are pretty similar um you know I think the Porsche is slightly faster Yeah, I believe um, that, yeah. but it, I mean a, a tuned G, DSG box is, is pretty dang good it's it's based on similar um similar technology and similar engineering from what I understand Yeah
2: the only thing that I find weird with that DSG is how much it wants to pull you ahead at stoplights. You really got to step on the brake, but at least, uh, you know, compared to my clutch vehicle, that doesn't hmm. do it at all.
0: <laughs> it's probably it's because probably it's too not to slip the clutches a whole lot. Yeah. That's probably what it yeah, is my, just for, for My dad just makes purposes. a habit of popping it into
2: neutral, and then, uh, I don't know, it's just the way he drives his, but... Um, man, I love how that thing shifts. I would love to drive one of those PDK Porsches sometime. You should fly
0: out to LA, man. We can make that happen. One of these days I'm going to head back out there and, um, bother you for a couple days. (laughs) That sounds fun. It is. The new Porsche PDK is pretty ridiculous though. It does. It essentially reads your mind. So now even when I'm out like driving them on demo laps, pretty hard laps, I just, I just leave it the way that it is. I don't even put it over into like manual mode because it does that. everything so well. I started noticing that like when I go for a downshift, it does it just by itself. Yeah. It's pretty think, pretty ridiculous. I think we
1: actually we chatt- I think we might have chatted about that in a previous iteration where when we went to the Nürburgring with some friends. I went to the Nürburgring with some friends a few years ago. One of the guys rented a Carrado, or not, not a Corrado. Uh, yeah. with the DSG and I asked him what do you think about that thing? It was before I bought my car. And he says I just leave it in sport the thing's great.
0: Yeah. It's, it is very impressive, but that, you know, for me, before, before I realized all this, I was like hardcore manual. And right now I'm trying to decide if I'm still hardcore Mm -hmm. manual or if I would actually go buy something with DSG or PDK. You
1: know, I've been hardcore manual, but I grew up with bad slush boxes. Um, after driving this DSG, I don't honestly don't think if I'm going to buy another manual for the street, you don't think so unless, unless it's going to be a a dual use car like a track car track day car or something yeah
2: i i would really be curious to try a in like a really fast car a uh on track a car with you know pdk or dsg i think it i think it would almost make the uh make it better than if you're fighting you know gear shifts up down up down yeah i mean what's nice
0: is you can bang out a downshift and not have to worry about the clutch release at all because you're you're not not, you can't shock the drivetrain
2: yeah, it would just take out. It would. T- it would. It would take out some of the potential problems. I mean, because once in a while you miss a shift or a downshift, or, you know, if you got to do, you know, a six, five, four, three downshift, you know, in a really fast corner, uh, I'm sure that thing could do it better than you. You could. You could focus well, on the
1: braking. Yeah, more. And, somebody you could ask about that is uh, Kirk Nestis, because if you you may remember that they uh, Cameron Conover. And has, has a, had a Jetta TDI car. Oh yeah. Oh raced. yeah. They built yeah, it for STU. 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. STU. They raced yeah. It. it was, uh, it was, uh, Kirk and, um, I'm trying it was, uh, Jeff Young drove it and it was, uh, Justin, a young guy. It's just, he's just getting into, just getting out of autocrossing right now. And I'm trying to remember who the fourth guy is and whoever you are, I'm really sorry. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't get to drive it. I was, I was. Team manager that year, but uh, they drove it at the VIR thirteen, and uh, I think they enjoyed it.
0: I think he was. I yeah. was talking to them at Daytona, and I think he was telling me that he thought it was going to get a lot better uh fuel economy than it actually did.
1: Well, when you guys were running I mean, it, Lord knows how the thing was tuned. But you know, you're driving <laughs> around the track with your foot to the floor all the yeah.
0: time.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, that's uh,
1: toned a little bit smoky. It could really use a lot of no, a lot of days. No, no, it didn't smoke. No card, I think Cameron and they were running on a biodiesel on top of that. Wow, oh, cool! So it, no, it ran really clean.
2: Hmm.
1: You still got to use
2: fuel in order to go fast, and those things aren't Do. slow when you tune them up a little bit. So, no, they have some torques. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh, if, if you were on the if you were wide open throttle on your street TDIs, I don't think that they would get very good gas either gas mileage or fuel mileage either. So,
0: mine got some decent fuel economy on track.
2: That's that is true. You did, yeah. You have had yours on track for a pretty long, extended. Yeah, I mean, it's not not, not 13 hours. No,
0: like yeah. 20, 20 to 25 minutes, a couple times a day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, uh, I'm going to miss that car. I really am. If you ever get rid of it. Yeah. Keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drive a whole lot right now. I'm just I'm dying. I'm dying to have something fun to drive. And really, yeah. at the moment, I can only have one car. So think
1: about think about this way. If you let it sit for a couple of years, you're not going to lose a lot of money. And now you'll be able to get yourself a nice two year old pre depreciated Focus RS.
0: That's true. But at the same time, I still have to pay Focus RS payments essentially every month that that thing sits there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only bad part. Would be a pretty similar payment probably. And to have it sit there here in L.A. cost me one hundred fifty dollars a month for an extra parking spot. For a car Mm. that you're over. <laughs> yeah, so although it doesn't sound like you're quite over it, no, man. Like Jessica and I drove it to the store today, and I was like, "Man, I really love this car."
2: It <laughs> smells like a seven three diesel, but you <laughs> love it.
0: <laughs> no, I, I started right. it up in the parking garage, and I had the back windows cracked because uh, it's been parked for a couple days, and uh, I could hear the turbo spool since so it's a straight pipe now, and I was like, "Oh, I missed that. I missed mm-hmm. it so much."
2: Yeah, yeah. Greg, his his actually does smell like a 7.3 diesel, though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. uh,
0: Turned it up a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's got a Malone Stage 2 on it now, uh, Stage 2 tune and a uh, DPF delete. Yeah, I I love it. I've only driven it once. I thought it was great. (laughs) So it's uh, it's pretty quick. It's probably 325 foot-pounds of torque right now. Mm -hmm. So so it's uh, It's a lot of power. Last year when I put the stock wheels and tires back on and drove to uh, Chicago in the winter, uh, I was getting like over 50 miles of the gallon, hand calculated.
2: That's insane. So, That's
0: nuts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I so, was.
1: Uh, I had it uh, going to Louisiana back with the stock one. I got 44 and change, almost 45.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy what they'll do. So, but all of those NOx what? emissions, man, so bad for the environment, especially like yeah. like yeah. scrapping yeah.
1: almost do a half really? million cars. You really want to get my siren all rolled <sighs> up on that one? Yeah. It doesn't make
0: any sense. <laughs> Scrapping a half million cars is in no way better for the environment than just letting them keep driving.
2: Think of the children, though, Austin. Think of the children.
0: Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. What? Why do you hate America? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Think they're only trying to save uh, save the world, man. Well, I'm in cool. I'm
0: in California. It's going to blow over to Japan anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah.
0: I actually I think, yeah, I, I,
2: actually,
1: really I think it goes
0: the other way. To,
1: I think the part that really gets me is that uh, you know there's other there's been some recent uh, recalls and things like that due to people actually getting killed for various things, um, and not to make light of those, but Volkswagen's total cost of their program because of this uh, these uh, NOx emissions is going to be 10 it's, to 12 times. Yeah, it's astronomical. Have to pay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting situation.
1: I don't know uh, emissions what- by the way, which were perfectly legal six seven years ago.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't uh, somebody somebody on some forum and some thread? It might have been you, Greg. Uh, was talking about how a coworker got rid of theirs and bought another <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, she, had air a,
1: air she, had she had a she had a twenty ten. She had a twenty ten Jetta wagon, yeah. and uh, she got real mad when this whole thing came out. She was indignant that uh, that Volkswagen cheated and blah blah blah. She sold her twenty ten. She traded in her twenty ten for an earlier two thousand nine, which had emissions that met the standards. Because the standards, ha- <laughs> because the standards were looser. It's in reality, same- I believe the 2000 oh, car had higher emissions than the 2010. That well, she was idiot. <laughs> I love that. So she says this,
0: and I, I started to say something,
1: mm, and I just it. said said good for you, and I walked away. <laughs> it's not worth it.
0: I've thought about getting a uh, an O six and O seven. They put the 1.9 liter in in the Jetta sedans. Um, yep. I've thought about getting one of those and doing Smith performance makes like a ute kit where you oh, yeah, can chop yeah. the back of it off and turn it into a, oh. a little truck.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I used to have an original rabbit diesel pickup truck. Oh really? Mark 1 pickup truck.
0: Slowest thing ever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was just such a dreadful little vehicle, but I'd love to have one back just cause of that. Just so I could put a 1.9 in. I mean, think
0: you know about it. Be... Like here at the beach, I could throw surfboards in it. I got a place to sit. Like it'd actually be pretty cool. Jessica,
1: yeah. Jessica, he's thinking again. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> build a car. Now it's time to build a car.
1: No, yeah, up. that that Mark One diesel was a dreadful little engine. In fact, I used it to, to commute back and forth between uh, you know for about forty five minutes when I first uh, lived here in Connecticut. I had to draft a truck to stay on the highway at the highway speeds. The, the thing would no. not, the thing would not maintain sixty miles an hour. That was non-turbo,
2: so I, right? Non-turbo it was a non-turbo. Reason?
1: So yeah. then I went to the junkyard and I got a Mark II Jetta. Turbo, eco-diesel, turbo kit, just the intake, off, or just the exhaust off of it. And uh, all the eco-diesel did is it didn't add any more fuel. It just added a whole bunch more air because that's why those old Mark 1s would smoke like hell is because they just ran out of air. It yeah. was just fuel going on. Put that thing on it, and I could maintain speed. Then I got better fuel economy. So yeah, it was DIY wonderful. turbo kit. Look it, at you, man. It right on In an afternoon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the same uh, fuel pump uh, that Mike Five Nine Cummins has. That basically, it's like a rotary pump. So um, it is. Just uh, gotta make a, sure it's t- the the
1: it's belt Bosch driven one. VE.
2: No, it's a Bosch VE pump. Oh. Usually cam driven.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, was, it was belt driven in this in this particular case. Okay. But the thing was driven. Why well, it's been a while, but it, I think it was driven off the same belt that drove the cam.
2: Okay. Yeah. I've never been in, under the hood of one of those, but I'm pretty sure it's the same pump. You can buy the same rebuilt kit. just has uh two more cylinders in, on my yep. big truck, but
1: that's simple. And it, the whole thing started with one wire. Well, besides the starter, you had one yep. wire on the pump just to open whatever shut off valve it had on it. That thing would just yeah. run and run, run, and run, and run. I,
2: I eliminated that on my truck and uh, just put a aircraft, uh, um, aircraft cable. It's like a, not a choke but um, i don't know um, but and, and that's how i shut the truck off is i pull Just that the
1: cable yeah. Yeah, the that's air off. yeah that's the that's the truck you picked me up in when i flew oh yeah, Chicago, yeah yeah you've excursion. been in that truck yeah, yeah. yeah that's right yeah well, well that, it, that'll definitely a, prevent a ford that co- uh, ford coming down the road and it sounds like it's coming <laughs> i'm like
0: i'm confused it's loud it's loud well that shut off will prevent a uh, runaway diesel uh, episode right it will it will it won't it won't, it won't
2: live on its own uh, actually, will it? I don't even know. Maybe it won't.
0: Yeah, I mean, because that's how you how you prevent it. You just choke the motor. Uh, actually, so. I think
2: the only way to actually no that I'm I'm shutting off the fuel pump. I think oh. the only way to actually do it is to like drop a piece of wood over top the air intake. Yeah, you have
0: to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought what you had set up was like a a choke valve that would just no, cut the air. Is, uh, it, it's a
2: little solenoid on the fuel uh, fuel pump that like basically cuts the fuel off. Mm. Um, and instead of using the solenoid, you know, the 25 th- year old solenoid, I just, uh, pull it by hand. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty simple. Just a little lever that you pull. But yeah, I think the only way to stop are, with, with the Cummins, with the, with the, with the mechanical fuel and fuel injection, that actually is a problem. Like if you turn them up too much, they will start to run away. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta um, choke it. You gotta cut all the air. Yeah, they they That's say funny. when when you're tuning it to not have the filter on it, to have a piece of wood that you can like like a one by that you can slap over the intake or, over the turbo
1: yep. in or,
0: in, or, in order to yep. shut it off.
1: Yeah, because if it if For it you, starts
0: going, it'll just keep pumping more and more fuel and yeah. and, and just you well, if you, you,
1: can't, if you yep. contrast that to the Mark One Rabbit diesels, they had a runaway problem too. Their problem, you wanted was to run away from it. A, <laughs> well, yeah, no, they had they had a they had a vent hose. They had a vent hose that went from the block to the valve cover. And then from there to the intake so that you could, you know, do uh, crankcase ventilation. So they just yeah. vented the crankcase into the intake.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You'd be going down the highway and you put your foot down all of the 45 awesome horsepower Fury. It would start sucking engine oil out of the crankcase <laughs> just burning into that? the intake. <laughs> so you'd lift your foot off the throttle and it was, you know, it's not, it's not runaway. It's just like, wait a second, this car is still going. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because it's still going. You turn the key off and the thing still runs. Still keeps going. <laughs> it keeps going because it shuts off the fuel in the pump. Oh, so you had man. to put your foot on the brake and slow it down to, I don't know, 1700 RPM or whatever it was, and then it would stop sucking engine oil out, and you could turn the key back on, and off you go. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. I know there's some so – of... It was a recall, and they had to put some kind of – They had to put a like – a uh, flapper valve or something uh, in? Not a flapper valve. It's a separator. They put oh, a okay. separator between the crankcase
0: and the uh, and the intake, and never happened again. Huh love that that's so wild i know i've heard stories with old diesels too of them sometimes if you if you turn them off and the the pistons are in a certain position it's possible to start them up in reverse rotation from where they are to where it's it's sucking air through the exhaust and then (laughs) yeah and then like all the emission or all the all the exhaust comes out the intake so that's kind of scary uh, too
2: I think with old Perkins 3 cylinder tractor, tractor diesels it's pretty easy to do. We have we yeah. have one of those and my brother was talking about that just last time I talked <laughs> to him about the tractor. But um I, I had another question for Greg. Greg, you uh you're an SECA member and we need a president and Austin uh. has brought this up to me and everybody like six <laughs> people have said, "Hey, how,
1: Greg, did, Greg needs a job. How come he doesn't go uh, up for that job?" Um, what's would, your would, feelings about that? Would would that would that not be entertaining?
2: Well, I, I'm curious what your thoughts of like a position like that. How do you lead a a, a club of a of a thing that people don't actually need to do and make every, make anybody happy? It seems like a hard job. It's,
1: well, it is a business, right? It's a business, yeah. but it's a, it's a unique business in that it's not necessarily a profit making business. It's a business of passion, and it's a business of passion that I think should be led by someone who is aware of the passion. And, um, supports the passion, but needs to keep a business head in mind. And because, you know, we, if you let your emotions run a business for the most part, it's just not good in my mind, but at the same token, culture comes from the top. So you have to have somebody who's up there who can support the culture and, and has enough uh, fortitude to, to say no to the kids. So we'll see what kind of person they get out of this. Man, I, I would love to. I would love to be president. <laughs> yeah, I would love to announce my candidacy for the president of SCCA, just so I can now tune my keyboard to the Mazda Racers forum and watch it explode.
2: <laughs> I
1: don't think that many of them listen to us,
2: but a few months.
1: <laughs> so go ahead and spread the rumor. But no, no, I am. A, I have not put my hat in the ring. I personally don't think I am necessarily the right person because um, I think they need somebody who's in the business. Um, I, you, there's so many hats this person has to wear and so much experience that this person needs to come with as well as has to be one of us in a certain amount of way. Um, yeah. you know, we're, our, our organization is run primarily by a board of directors. I don't know of any other business, any other successful business that is run by a board of directors. The board of directors is supposed to be an oversight group, not a managing group. Yeah, it's an interesting And and you know, it's and it's no it's way. and it's no offense to the people that serve as as uh, directors because it's a thankless job. I've watched several of my friends uh, be directors and you know, it, it's it, they go into it with a passion and they get beat up. So they're going to have to find somebody. It's their job. It's their responsibility to find somebody who can run this organization as we believe it should be run. And and they've brought in an outside agency to help them with this search, which is I think one of the best things they could have done. You know find somebody who understands, explain to them what we're looking for, let them tell us what they recommend for running the business, and let's see what happens. I'm I'm excited to see who they come up with.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll yeah. be
1: interesting.
2: I, mean, I I know a few of the uh, the board of directors listen to this uh, occasionally, but uh, I love you yeah, I think uh, if I had to nominate anybody, uh, Austin doesn't like his job. And <laughs> he and I combined would maybe have about 40% of what is needed for this gig. <laughs>
1: so so yeah. what you guys want then is you want us to form a board of directors to run the company with the board of directors.
2: Yes. There you go. <laughs> the three of us could do it. We could split that salary. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd be
1: fine uh, with that. We could all move to Kansas and live cheap. It'd be great. Huh. And you know, at yeah. this point, I'm not even so so opposed to going to Kansas. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh,
2: I don't know. E- even it, that seems like a rough gig. That would be a tough one. I don't know why anybody would want to be president of anything nowadays. Uh,
1: much less there uh, are there are a lot of legal um, responsibilities. You know, especially in the last decade, decade and a half, we put in a lot. Especially since 2008, we have put in a lot of, a lot of uh, requirements on people who run companies. Mm-hmm. It's tough.
2: Yeah. Well, well, now that we can't have you, uh, I don't know. I don't know who, uh, I'm curious what they what they do with that job. Minds me
1: of an old Town song. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: I can't have you. Uh-oh.
1: There you go. See, he knows it.
0: Yep. I don't want nobody, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Austin does have a good <laughs> set of pipes on him. I don't know. You guys have better radio voices than I do. And... Uh, Probably singing voices also. but
0: I,
1: I don't sing. I don't my sing. Wife met my wife, she was a karaoke singer. Good voice. Uh, she tried to get me to sing a couple of times. I got south enough one time to do it, and I've, I've done my gig, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Only once. And it was way back, and it was dark, and I swear there was nothing to record, I hope.
2: <laughs> well,
1: if you find you know, the it's, recording,
2: it's, it's, we could use a new intro song, so... <laughs>
1: Well, it's one of those things that uh, one of these days I'll probably run for office, for example, and they'll come up with that recording and the photograph that is floating around somewhere in this world of me in uh, gold um, rock and roll tight pants or whatever. they What were they called? Not leather, but uh, uh, be it, 1980s rockers used
0: to wear them. Um, I have no idea. No, <laughs> granny like panties. panties, Captain oh. Granny, the panties. snake snake skin pants. <laughs> yeah, no, they were gold, as I recall. <laughs> yeah, I have, I so, have no uh,
1: idea. So, what are you guys planning on doing this year? Then I'm going to turn around on you. What's what's going on this year? What's going to happen with Slip Angle this year? Uh,
0: the same as always. Starting to line up some really good guests. Um, yeah. hopefully, still be able to do two a week. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah, they, as a uh, as a break from the day job.
1: It is hard to keep up with you guys. I used to have a
0: it's I used to, to have a it.
1: thirty minute or so commute and then a couple of prior years it was down to fifteen minutes and now I've got no commute.
0: So Greg's like, I don't have a uh, commute. I don't have time to listen to you guys anymore. He's busy. I, I, I can't keep up with you guys. <laughs> um Is is yeah. two is two a week too much?
1: Oh I, I I I think some of the guys that you've had on or the, the people that you've had on this past year has been fascinating. I'll I'll listen to a lot of them. Um you know it's you guys keep kicking them out. I mean, as far as I'm concerned as for the racers some of the most two most popular and most useful podcasts are Slip Angle of course. And uh the Dinner with the Racers series has been wonderful. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah their their so new series is really good. Really. Their good new I haven't I haven't listened to it yet. I still got some Slip Angles to catch up. So it, it, um, it's it's really good. I don't want to promote it too much. But <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really
1: good. <laughs> but you but you guys you you guys work on Our level. You guys are us. And they have access to big guys. Of course, then again, we have Austin's pair that he did uh, a couple of months ago. Or was it actually last month? Yeah, it was with with Morton. I mean, that was, I was on the way to Louisiana when the first one popped out. I get a text from Adam. I'm like, really? (laughs) And I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here cruising down the highway and it was in Alabama and nobody saw me. I'm on my phone trying to find the damn thing so I can listen to it. (laughs) And I I think that's the the beginning of that one. one yeah, yeah, we've, but, uh, you know, you're, it's great. It was, it was
0: absolutely wonderful. We've got a lot of a lot of good guests coming here uh, over the next couple of weeks and months that I've been talking to recently. Yeah, you've been busy. So, yeah, I think we're uh, we're going for it. After 117 good. episodes, we're uh, we're rededicated and going for it. Yeah,
2: if if, uh, if anybody, uh, if anybody's got a guest idea, you feel free to email it to us, too. That uh, We're always open to subge- so, uh, suggestions. Easy for me to say. Yep. Podcaster, yeah, hey, I've is, heard about really this talk. new
1: guy, this new this new racer, Tom O'Gorman. Have you heard of him? No, nope. never heard of him. <laughs> no, nope. has right. he has he exceeded the number of times that I've shown up? Because I'm going to start to get jealous.
0: I don't know. You guys are right about even. I think. Yeah, I think I think about that even. Yeah, because right. you had I think
2: you had three separate shows that you were on at runoffs last year. Because uh, Austin was down there, and then you were quickly on for a moment uh this year in runoffs. And then we've done three other shows with you, but
1: um,
2: yeah, that's probably I, right. I didn't
1: scream like a little girl when I was going around <laughs> in circles.
2: No, it was awesome. That was uh, I loved watching uh, I that was the only section of like the combined show I was looking for where that you put up on uh-huh. YouTube. I'm like, I gotta find where he spins and see if he got it right on the money. And sure enough, it was right on the money, <laughs> but.
1: Yeah, uh, are you going to, are you going to be racing this year?
2: Adam? uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm starting off with right now, I'm swapping a
1: Integra GSR
2: motor, uh, in my CRX and I'm, uh, it's about, it's most of the way done, but, um, so I'm gonna add, have to add a bunch of weight, uh, and, you know, redo everything this in the next 60 days, but I'm starting off at, uh, at road Atlanta. So good. Uh, I got, I got, I got a bit of a bone to pick with that track. I feel like I left some mm. on the table there. I feel like I, I
1: need to get into the, into the high one thirties there, but we'll see. So, I raced that track first time in '89 at the runoff. Showed up at the runoff, and uh, it took me another year or two where it was comfortable. But man, what well, that is a beautiful track. That's it's a big, you know, big commitment like, track. I like the. It is it's a big commitment yeah. track, and Stay I in told it, you it. I like the nice flowing tracks. I you know I've mentioned this before I I like the old track I think Don Panos is going to have to answer for what he did I know why he did it I understand why he did it but man It's a wonderful track um even like the new iteration and uh you know it's it's right up there
2: Yeah well, uh how fast were you going uh in your earlier cars before they had the 10A 10B uh um combo? Not much
1: faster cuz we were we were pretty much at at, at top speed uh, Yeah you were probably out of gear huh? Yeah, I mean, it, we the fastest one I drove back in that day was the Turbo Shelby CSX, and that was only 175 horsepower. Um, so we were pretty much at max velocity going down that hill, anyway. That is such a big hill. Probably, only, <laughs> I mean, it can't. I'm guessing it was probably not much more than 125, 130 miles an hour in that car. Yeah, but you know, you go down this hill and you hit that compression at the bottom, and your suspension bottoms out, and you still get your foot to the floor, kind of up towards the bridge. And you're looking in this little slot under the bridge, looking for a big pine tree someplace on the horizon to shoot for. Mm-hmm. And uh, you break into the bridge, and then you you carry some serious speed through that bridge. I um, I, I would come over that hill. Yeah, yeah. The car would get quiet. The wheels would get quiet because I don't think I was on the ground anymore. It just <laughs> it seemed like it anyway.
2: Uh, what, what was the end of that? Like, because it, it goes off to the left quite a bit in 10 a, um, was the, was the, the straightaway kind of curved a little bit there
1: or, or did, it, did it go up at the bridge at an angle? I'd have to look at some maps to go look at them back to back, but if I'm you watching some, in the, car. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta go look at that again. Well, if you stand on the, on the crest of that hill, you know how it kind of curves to the right towards 10 a, mm-hmm. I think that curve was very similar, except it went down because where 10 a and 10 B is. I believe that's right about, I haven't walked it, but it's right about where that tunnel is. Yeah. The road yeah, was at the bottom of that tunnel. And that tunnel is tall enough for a NASCAR trailer, for a yeah. you know a, a semi-trailer. So if you imagine that curve, it would curve to the right. It went down as low as the bottom of that tunnel and then made a sharp left to go back up toward the bridge straight. Okay. And then you made okay. a right turn as you were going underneath the bridge. Man, that must have been so fun. Uh, it's a <laughs> Yeah, that,
2: uh, that that would be, if I could go back in time, that would be one track I would love to run. It's pre-concrete and pre-10A, 10B. That would be a fun track. It's really fun now,
1: but... Um, I don't know I that don't you're know. necessarily carrying that much more speed. It's just got to be so different to have the next impression. Well, yeah. well, it was, and I was uh, was uh, ignorant enough at the time not to worry about it.
0: Can you imagine yeah. like modern prototypes on the old track layout? They had some uh, fast cars that, there. They're... That would be pretty nuts. Uh, uh, I, well, they, I shaved, just...
1: uh, they shaved the hill at uh, I think they called it eight. There's a there used to be a, it used to actually go up farther as you came out of turn seven and then drop mm-hmm. down. Is uh, that airborne. where that car yeah.
0: went airborne? It was, uh, in like 2003,
1: went, went vertical in a BMW there. Yeah, huh. was it Bill? Ar- I think it was Bill Obelin Ar- in one of the prototypes. In a, in a BMW prototype. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was like 2001 or 2003 or something.
1: But that was post, was it? Ten eighteen, I believe. Yeah. Okay. There,
0: uh,
2: there was, uh, there was a bad crash in a Porsche nine seventeen, I think Hurley Haywood had, um, in testing, not in a race, uh, and right there, I believe. Um, I don't know. There, there, that place was full of carnage back then. And
1: what a crazy place!
2: Full you carnage. should come down, Greg. Come sure. down and uh, come down in March for the majors.
1: I am well overdue. I haven't been there. Oh, we'll see, but uh, I haven't been down there since the arc 2008, I think it was, the last time I was there, wow. so I'm well overdue. That's a long time.
2: Yeah, when did wait. they switch that? When did they switch that uh, little track up? Was that late 90s?
1: Uh, mid-90s, I think. Okay. Because okay. I was there in 92. Um, I think it was around 96. Yeah, quick Google search will tell you. Yeah, it,
2: uh, I don't know. I feel like I got something uh, to prove to myself there. I want to I want to run oh, yeah. pretty fast. but
1: uh, Well, you didn't get to run your race, so I can understand what you want to go yeah. back to. Yeah. I've
2: I've raced there with NASA my first time
1: and I was just still lost even in the
2: last lap, you know. Um I found a bunch more speed the next time and then we hosted a big event there and I didn't really drive in that. I took a few laps in Blake Meredith's FP car. Um but uh I don't know. I feel like I got I got I got I got to figure that track out some more. Uh, it's just such a cool track, but I'm gonna take it one race at a time this year. I don't think I'm gonna really, Good. really pre- press hard, but one at a time. See if if it's not fun and if it adds stress to my life, I'm not gonna do it. We got a busy year coming up, so. Oh yeah. yeah. You're gonna try and make the Indy runoffs this year? Oh, well, it is at Indy, so if yeah. uh, if there was a
0: runoffs, I would shoot for. Um, it's, even it, it would that? It's, that it's even closer to home than this uh, year. What's that? Said it's even closer to home than Mid Ohio was this year. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. I could sleep at home. It's only like two and a half hours away. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to try know. and do the same.
2: It. Uh, what are your long-term racing plans, Greg? What, uh, oh, I, in the next I, five I, years, would you see yourself?
1: I have never had any long-term racing plans ever. No? I,
2: <laughs> no. I know you keep talking about this vintage stuff. Do you uh, You have a pretty good time doing that? It's okay.
1: It's not as exciting. It's a lot more safe, and it's a lot more laid back. It's just okay. more of a it, – it'll be my – I would find track days uh, in general to be uninspiring. I just, you know, I want more. Uh, mm-hmm. but if I just want to go out and have some time, you know, I just don't want to go out there with somebody trying to wreck my car. So I'll go out yeah. with the vintage guys and have fun. <laughs> and they do, they do some very interesting events. Uh, they do indie every year. Yeah. They do, uh, you know, you have got the big lime rock festival here in the labor labor day weekend. Uh, there's a Pittsburgh vintage fest. Um, You'll Monterey historics, obviously. If I want to tow to California. We got Monterey. Uh, <laughs>
2: you've gone there for a race already. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've got, uh, what is it? What's that road Atlanta? The, uh, the midi, I'm sorry, MIDI. Uh, the midi. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there's a big this, one. There's big options. Um, but, you know, I still have the Civic. So I'll be doing the uh, the Civic racing this year. We'll we'll talk about what we want to do once SECa gives us the final, 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 final version of how to get to the runoffs, which I'm not sure if we're there yet. We've gone through three or four iterations as it stands yeah, now. Yeah, it,
2: it, it's it, now now they've uh, for the first time they've uh, they're allowing you to do a combination of majors and regional stuff, which yeah. is kind of cool, but right. uh, interesting. And and it's not points based; it's more of a in te- attendance. So
1: yeah, you well, gotta- the car is the car is based in New Jersey, so I'll do the New Jersey majors. I can do a New Jersey regional or one or two, whatever they need there. And then we need to get a, another couple of weekends again. Yeah, primary focus, of course, is to find a source of income. <laughs> That's what I
2: about. You uh, you have any pleas to our listeners? Uh, you know, what kind of job are you potentially looking for,
1: or anything? Or? Uh, I'm an IT guy, project management, help desk management. I have deep infrastructure experience, Linux, Windows. If you want GroupWise, I'm your guy. And if you don't know what GroupWise is, you don't care. Um, greg amy on LinkedIn, come find me. And at this point, you know we're really willing to move. Um, year ago, it was off the table because I figured we were going to have a much better opportunities here in Connecticut, but I'm becoming uh, less enthused about uh, the Connecticut economy. It's
0: Bay Area, so, man. So, IT.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Austin's a big California proponent all of a sudden. He likes it out there. I, I have
1: it. always liked California. I love it. I have been a fan of California since I was a kid. I just don't know if I want to subject myself from one high cost environment to another. To another. Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep looking for cheaper
2: places to live, but I'm stuck here because my family's here, and, and I'm I'm in a dirt-cheap place to live compared to you two. Jeez.
1: Well, I mean, I have the opportunity. I can go live with family in Louisiana. There's plenty of land out there. Get myself one of those uh, manufactured homes, put it on a plot. That sounds great. <laughs> Got you double wide.
0: Go wrestle some alligators. You know, I'll that sounds
1: be, uh, so fun. I'll be 15, 20 minutes from an airport, and I'll be able to afford to— to replace my airplane and I'd be able to go anywhere I want. Greg Ami stars yeah. in The Alligator Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I think hey, you, you can laugh have fun out there. <laughs> you laugh, but I bet you don't have cousins that have photographs of them killing alligators. I don't. I do. <laughs> you just don't have the
2: voice to have those cousins. I just don't believe it. I won't <laughs> believe it until I see it.
1: it is, uh, it's pretty entertaining because uh, my family's from Louisiana. About 14, 15, I guess we moved to Texas. So there's a bunch of redneck in there too. Went to university in Texas. Uh ended up in, in Yankee land up here in Connecticut, chasing racing. So yeah. I think they all kind of cancel each other out. The sign curves all come to a flat line.
2: Yeah. Now you've got a, a radio voice. No uh I, no yeah,
0: draw, Radio.
1: Huh? Somebody yeah. somebody wants somebody wants me to do radio. I'm all over. I that. don't think anybody's getting paid to do radio anymore. Yeah. We should just, well, that's a key thing. We need to get slip yeah. angle wait, on oh, XM wait, wait, radio. Wait a <laughs> Wait, well, you, you guys are not. You guys are not paying paying me.
2: We're not paying you for this. Now those checks that we sent you, don't cash those. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's a good thing that I put them on the wall here. Yeah, you, yeah, you,
2: yeah. You look good here on the wall. Your first dollar in podcasting is a it's a fraud. It's a, fraud. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, a rubber I've gotten, check.
1: I have gotten free beer, and yep. by the way, some really good bourbon. And you know what I'm talking
2: about. Oh. and this things. Yeah. Um I'll well, head on head on down to Road Atlanta. I'm gonna see if I could get Austin to fly out. We can do a ton of shows. It'd be a fun weekend. Fly somewhere for racing? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I got an RV you could stay in. It's perfect. Done. Well, it's gotta get there first. You are not gonna drive <laughs> that thing all the way down there. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Well you think I bought that thing are for Are you really? Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm pick I'm picking Eric Cattill up in uh, in Ohio. We're going.
1: So the thing's gonna I think have like a road... bunch of people hanging out the windows as it drives into road Georgia. It
2: uh, it it if it gets there, uh, they'll I'll let them hang out the windows if it gets there. Sure. I
0: really I need to fly to Chicago just for the trip down. Heck yeah, dude! Fly We're to Chicago, have a, party, and then fly back out of Atlanta. I gotta have yeah. somebody
2: in the back getting drunk, making me pizzas. <laughs> 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 but I gotta I gotta figure out how the propane system works first.
1: But it's right, just, uh, just make sure you look ahead and find out which Walmart you can stay out for free.
0: Um uh, yeah, and well you we got No, we got Canada. we got a bunch you of don't. eligible drivers.
1: You were not allowed to dump the tanks into the drains. Yeah, we won't do it over the
2: uh over the bridge um in Chicago like the Dave Matthews band did it either. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um
2: I don't I, it, I think it'll be fun uh, taking a trip in that thing. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see. Uh hopefully it tows two cars well. But
0: well, we're gonna we're gonna take it up to Wisconsin in February, right? That's the plan. plan, yeah. Heck yeah. For ice Battle for Good Life Ice Battle. So. Hmm. Oh, you, had, you guys uh, are
2: doing an ice uh, Yeah, ice we're doing an ice race uh, in. Uh, oh, brilliant. Uh, where is that? Stevens Point, Wisconsin? Lake, Lake DuBay. Lake DuBay. I think it's Lake DuBay. I think that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Go to grid.life to check out Ice Battle. It's sold out already. So. Can't get you tickets, Craig. <laughs> You so come. <laughs> you you took my line, man. Yeah. No, I I I I saw that one coming a mile away. We're gonna we, race uh, Adam's R V
0: in the R V class. We are
2: we we are not. Oh I that.
1: would uh, <laughs> I would so so pay to see that. Um <laughs> we uh
2: we do have uh we do have tickets going on sale for
1: middle mid Ohio.
2: Mid Ohio goes on sale for Friday. Yep. we're doing a mid Ohio event this year. That's yep. that's stressing me
0: out currently. And two weeks from now we have the driver summit. Less than two weeks from now. Yeah, we have the driver. Which I side. got a, I got
2: a few jobs uh, that you and I need to do in the next few days about that. Yep. So okay, we, we got to come up with uh, with a few things uh, and uh, figure a few things out for that. And and Chris wants to know how we ran our slip angle cart night there. So like on track wise. So I I, I, I just I, know
0: we're we're not announcing it this year.
2: No, I, I told him, Well, we just kind of did whatever K one told us to do. Announcing so, announcing
0: twenty second laps was really rough.
2: It doesn't work. You can't announce a cart battle when it's twenty one second lap. So. Nope. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be a fun year. Um, it'll be a busy year. Uh, but I'm. Uh, I, I loved two thousand sixteen. I thought two thousand sixteen was rad. Everybody. Uh, everybody that I talked to was like, "Ah, screw this year." Everybody, all these celebrities died. Was, and I'm like, "Oh, I thought it was a great year. Pretty good for me." Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was super fun. Except for getting crashed, that sucked. But uh other than that <laughs> I don't know. It was uh, it was a good time, but yeah, I hope to be uh, hope to be at Indy with you. That'll be fun.
1: But Yep, I'm we'll looking see.
2: forward to it. Long way to go before we get there. That's 3 major places uh,
1: away. We need to put some we need to put a wildlife camera on the front street for at night for all the guys that are going to get drunk and go out there and lick the bricks. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: right after somebody else uh, goes number one on them because they don't right. like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, uh, Austin has pictures of Brad Adams kissing the the,
0: the bricks. There. I do. Actually, uh, all the uh, all the Brap um, T-shirts and stuff with his American flag beanie. That was a photo I took oh, yeah. that day, too.
2: <laughs> that, that was that was you take that picture. And I still haven't gotten day, my but...
0: royalties. Oh, man. He sends those to everybody. too. Yeah.
2: I, I'm looking. Uh, I look out the window of my wife's car, my beautiful studio here. And uh, there's one? one of those stickers on the back <laughs> of my race car right now.
0: You know what? He hasn't even sent me one. And I took the picture. What a jerk. I know. Brad Adams. Get get on your game, man.
2: Get Austin's address. Send send one of those out. Well, you guys, uh, I got to hop off here. And you guys can keep on chattering if you want to. Well, we're into this for about an hour, right? Yep. 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 I think that might be a podcast. Let's I uh, think so. Let's let's do it again with Greg when uh when he wants to tell us what he's racing next year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Civic. I'm driving the Civic. You, hey, you do where you're racing it.
2: You're going to race it in T3, aren't you?
1: No. 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 It, it'll be in it'll be in Super Touring. I I there it's a possibility. It, it's no it's no big secret. I mean, it's an <laughs> STL car, right? Yeah. But I, I think that uh I think that uh STU could use some numbers this year. Um I'm kind of getting annoyed at the man drama in stl mm-hmm. and uh you know it would and i'm not going to be serious about it i wasn't serious about it last year um so why not you know maybe support the stu numbers we'll see it's, it's the same group cam. so i can choose you know choo- yeah. choose which way to go shave the head get
2: to, get some bigger cams in there drop some weight drop a lot of weight we have
1: uh, we have other engine parts and we could easily build something that's convertible uh okay. we have the it head you know which already got shaved we just shave it a little bit more and bring it to power compression find some mean cams you're allowed to port and polish for a slight amount of weight too and uh yeah the STU. car is never car is never going to get down to its STU weight it could never get down it's just well, it's, what uh, is a, what is two liter strut car weight I think there? it's 2200 pounds yeah, or something like that light, super light. wow that's and the car yeah. yeah it's just not gonna happen the car the car in IT trim was 3,000 the car in <laughs> yeah and the car in STL trim was twenty six hundred and change, I think, yeah, yeah, so there's no way we're losing four hundred pounds off of that car, just no. not gonna happen, so it's just uh just go for fun, just go out there with a the two hundred and fifty wheel horsepower high revving little engine, and I know, have that's some fun
2: if you can if you can get it anywhere close
1: to weight, that's uh, I think a k twenty
2: yeah, would what? actually do pretty well in ST. Uh,
1: it ST. would cost it would cost way too much money to uh, yeah no, what if you uh, put it in a just great.
0: a much lighter chassis?
1: Uh, yeah, it means pulling everything apart and yeah, that ain't going to happen. Somebody wants well, to do it, I would challenge you to do it, but I ain't paying you for it. John Schmidt, uh he won in one of those with the 2.4 liter a couple of years ago. He did. But, he put a K24 in at Daytona, I think he won. Yeah. Um and, uh, yeah. And then, of course, this year STE was won by Joe in uh, Joe Moser as a 2.2 two yeah, two 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 Prelude, yeah. It's the VTEC Prelude engine. Yeah, H22. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how you do if you, if you end up going that way. That could be fun. So
1: yeah, we'll see. Ed and I are just kind of enjoying. He's in New Jersey, getting cold. I'm in Connecticut, getting cold. And ooh, you won't be going to VIR, I don't think. So we have plenty of time to think about it. Okay. Well,
2: if uh if you need to rent a ride in the Midwest because your car's broken, let me know. We uh, <laughs> we got a few of them floating around here. So
1: I may. You never know. I mean, it might be yeah. an easy move.
2: No, I, I think, uh, I think my CRX is about as cheap as they come to. I'll just put a U right in the side of that thing. If that's the right. Yeah. To do.
1: Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't take that CRX because I would drive it like the granny. Oh, I we would, could just uh, take this. I, would not, I would not know I would not want anything to come near me. I would just, I'd scream like a little girl cause it's your car and I don't want to wreck it.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> this is the, every owner of this car has wrecked it. So nobody fine. cares. The, with the keyword there.
1: being owner.
2: I'm just looking for a reason to get rid of this car and it's going to be a wall or the, somebody's bumper or something, but I should have thrown it away after Atlanta.
1: You were saying the same thing last March. Yeah.
2: Well, I, every time I look at it on a lift too, like I've had, I've had offers to buy it because you know, I would sell it, but I talked about it on the show and then listeners have wanted to buy it. Um, but I don't know. I, I look at it on the lift and it just like screams happiness and smiles <laughs> to me. It's a, it's a good time. I don't know if I could sell it, but I, I, I could wreck it. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 we, we could, we could have a, a Viking funeral out in the blaze of glory, but I don't know. I don't know if I could sell it. I think I might well, have to be its last owner.
1: If that happens, at, if that happens at Road Atlanta during the turn five party, I will most definitely have to attend oh, that. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to burn it on purpose, but... <laughs>
2: All right. Well, I gotta pop off here. You guys, uh, right. talk about your uh, talk about your right. favorite yeah. quiche or something. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Um. Well, happy Happy New Year, everybody. Sorry we didn't get a show all out right. last week.
0: So. Yeah, that's uh, just the holiday break.
2: Yeah, I think everybody assumed, and they were all hanging out with their family anyway. So nobody wants to listen to. Uh, to your radio voice yeah, and my nature. According to drone Greg, anyway. according
0: to Greg, if you don't have a commute, you don't listen to slip angles. So Oh freaking Greg <laughs> gave up on us. I
2: think he got sick of me saying rad and uh, and got sick of Austin no. being indecisive about
0: cars. Rad, 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 canyons, canyon, canyons. Uh, canons, it's on, it's on canons, canyons, canyons. Canyons, canyons,
1: canyons, canyons. Well, I still pick you guys up. I don't to look at my phone here and see how far behind I am though.
2: Um, we, uh, we talked about, uh, bumping old episodes. Um, do you have a favorite, uh, episode? Is it, uh, is it like everybody else? The the first Lee Grimes episode or no?
1: Oh, the Lee Grimes episode was really fun. I enjoyed that. I, I, of course, I've, any, of course, any of the ones with Greg and me are pretty good. Oh, he's great. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard, I've had and, three and the people. Event ones, the event ones, especially when you guys are, uh, imbibing are well, kind of interesting. Oh no.
2: Some of the, some, some of those are like, so bad. I've listened back and thought, "Holy shit, I sound hammered." <laughs> um, the uh, I've I've had three people t- uh, tell me that they've uh, never laughed hard- harder at a podcast than when you told the story of meeting uh, Lee for the first time, <laughs> where where you said, "You Lee Grimes," and he said, "I can be."
1: <laughs> he disputes my uh, my version, but I, I swear I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what the best part about that is, and I think he mentioned it. He might have mentioned it on your on your podcast when he came on by himself. Is that he uh, apparently he met a customer or a vendor? I don't know what it was. And they came up to him and asked him about that, not knowing, and he didn't know that they had heard the podcast. <laughs> so they they basically blindsided him on this. I, yeah. You got If he if he hasn't told you the story before, you have yeah, yeah,
2: he's. I, re, I think I remember him saying that on the show. Now I don't know. We're we're too deep into these. I've I've literally forgot. Like I listened. Well, I, I listened a few days later. I'm like, oh, that. I forgot
1: talking. I don't about remember that. talking about I that.
2: Even, <laughs> I don't even remember that.
1: He um, vehemently disputes my version. He claims we met in the hotel lobby but he's wrong
2: <laughs> yeah well or maybe greg is uh is awakening uh, lustful uh, thoughts or memories from a, a time gone by who knows
1: <laughs> lee is one of the first men that i've slept with in my second iteration of racing so there's that yeah
2: <laughs> uh, don't make you a bad person it makes you interesting <laughs>
1: um and, and I, as my buddy Dick patola always says it's all about the story yeah
2: well you got a few of them uh i do you got to think up a few more and we got to talk we got to do 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 a racer stories
0: show with racer you. stories are the best.
1: Oh those, yeah. Those things are repressed and usually there's a keyword that somebody comes up that makes them come up again. So we can yeah, get Yeah, that's
0: get the, the
2: hard right part. People. That's the hard part. It's pulling them out, you know. Pulling the racer stories out of these guys' brains it's, like it's it's my coping mechanism. <laughs> well, if you if if uh, carry around a piece of paper in your back pocket, if you think of anything, uh, make some notes. We need some uh, we need some Greg
1: and me eraser stories from back in the day. I probably keep a notebook next to my bed so I can shock myself.
2: Yeah, do that. Do, well, don't shock yourself. Uh, that sounds that sounds painful. I shocked myself today when I was wiring my basement. I've been remodeling the basement and. No, it was very unintentional. There was an extra hot circuit in that one, uh, in
0: that one box, and man, I got zapped! Holy crap! <laughs>
1: that thing works better than the voltometer. You Remember exactly
0: yeah. where it was. In high school auto yeah. shop, we used to shock ourselves. Uh, we had this engine on a stand, and we'd all gather around and hold hands, and one guy would, <laughs> yeah, with the magneto, yeah. <laughs> it was great
2: high schoolers are so (laughs) stupid (laughs)
0: that's hilarious yeah it was like an old like six straight six ford yeah i remember it i remember it very vividly no it was great (laughs) ouch
2: all right well i really gotta pop off
0: here I'll, uh, i'll talk to you guys soon all right appreciate it guys all right see ya